Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. If your father saved up money specifically for you to have, but their new wife comes along and demands for that money back, would you be the jerk for refusing? We'll get to that in a bit, but first. Am I the jerk for refusing to pay my cousin's hospital bill? A few years ago, I, 32-year-old female, took over my mom's portion of the family annual Thanksgiving host rotation. It's a fun event because I get to see family I generally don't see the rest of the year, and I love hosting. It's semi-podluck, and I made a point of asking about allergies and food preferences. This year, my cousin, 36-year-old male, told me he was joining with his new wife, They got married in July, and her daughter, who's around 8, cousin was added to the group chat and didn't say anything about allergies or preferences when asked. Fast forward to Thanksgiving, one of the desserts I made was peanut butter cookies. My family and I love them. Cousin's stepdaughter ate one and is allergic to peanuts. I had no idea and would have never have made them if I knew. Husband and I took them to a standalone emergency room that was about 5 minutes from the house. We stayed with them for some time until she was transferred to the local hospital where she stayed overnight. She ended up being fine. Last week, I got a text from cousin with a picture of the hospital bill. He wanted to know how I wanted to handle it. I called and he and his wife expect us to pay the bill. I told him that we weren't going to do that. I reminded him that he had told me nobody had allergies. And hubby and I did the copay at the ER, $500, because we felt bad. He had an argument and now the family's involved. They're mostly on my side but some are getting into me for having anything peanut related because everybody has peanut allergies nowadays. The bill's about $6,000. We don't have it. The $500 came out of our Christmas budget. I feel bad his stepdaughter got sick. Ultimately though, it's their responsibility to handle things like this. Am I the jerk for refusing to pay? If you have kids with food allergies, you take extra precaution at a potluck. I don't think this could be OP's fault at all, do you guys? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting the chance to decide whether or not all these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for not disclosing I had plastic surgery to my boyfriend? I, 26-year-old female, have been dating Max, 25-year-old male, for four months. When I was 22, I had a nose job as I broke my nose twice as a kid and it left it with a large bump. Then at 23, I had a breast augmentation that bumped me up two cup sizes. These were lifelong insecurities that I was bullied over and it was really relieving to get them done. On to the present, I met Max through a friend and things have been great. Last night I was strolling through my social media while on the sofa with him. I stopped on an old classmate's vacation photo where she wore a bikini and frankly had very obvious implants. She looks great, happy for her, but you can tell. Max glanced over at that moment and said, gross. I asked him what the deal was and he said women who get implants or other surgeries are a huge turnoff to most guys and how men prefer natural over two balloons and how insecure she looks. I couldn't help but laugh and said, so you're turned off by me? He got very confused and asked what I meant. I informed him I had procedures done before. He kept denying it and saying I was joking until I showed him old photos of me. He got quiet and left shortly after. 
I got a text saying I should have disclosed this on the first date. How I let him on and that he needs to reconsider things. It's the next day, haven't heard anything, I'm bewildered. Am I the jerk? Let's be honest, I think the most hilarious thing here is them saying that you have to disclose this on the first date. I'm not ridiculous in saying that it's hilarious, right? Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my friend that he wasn't obliged to hang around my wife? I'm male, 29, my wife, 30-year-old female, and my best friend, Cyanne, 25-year-old male, do not see eye to eye. Some backstory, my wife and I moved for my new job. Cyan was the cousin of a high school friend, so I was thrilled to know someone. We quickly became best friends, closer than brothers. In COVID, our job was in person versus my wife's work from home. Cyan is a very kind person. I think wife hated everything about Cyan. She thought he was too goofy and hated how he teased her. My wife takes things seriously. And she's a romantic, so things like date nights are a big deal to her. She hated when Cyan hung out, even when I invited him. A few months ago, I had a four-month project across the world. I needed the promotion. My wife ended up needing surgery, and she, unlike me, didn't make close friends here. Her friends and family were too far. She couldn't do normal things post-surgery and wanted me to come back. I complained to Cyan, and he suggested that he pop on over to help her. He ended up doing a lot more, and my wife heavily relied on his kindness. When I came back, it was like my wife flipped her switch. Things that were immature became playful. She constantly fell his fish for compliments, and it was like Cyan could do no wrong. Cyan still hung out, but it was like he couldn't snap out of caretaker mode. The two of them are practically joined at the hip. When I went to work, my wife packed Cyan a lunch too, and his is a lot better than hers or mine. Cyan needs this or that or whatever. She showers him with attention. My wife can be overbearing like that. At a small party, I came with my wife and she immediately zoomed to Cyan and monopolized all his time. After we went to the bathroom, which was basically the only time she left him alone, I pulled him aside and told him I knew my wife was clingy and it was okay if he kept boundaries. He wasn't obliged to hang around my wife. I said it kindly. He turned red, told me I was a jerk, and stormed away. He left without saying goodbye to anybody but my wife. Am I the jerk? I told some mutual friends about this and most of them are on my side. They said Cyan didn't know how to stand up for himself. He was embarrassed. Cyan is still pissed. If something that Cyan and your wife are doing upsets you, probably want to talk to the person that's closer to you, you know, your wife, or at least is supposed to be. This next story is, am I the jerk, firmly telling my husband that I won't agree to invite his friend's widow to our Christmas dinner? My husband's friend passed away months ago, leaving behind his widow wife. My husband considered him a brother, and so he began offering help to his widow, and showing up literally every weekend, that's when he's off work, to help her with everything. It didn't bother me, I mean, not much, but still. Now he told me it would be nice if we invite her to Christmas dinner with us since she has no family and other friends are busy. I refused, but he insisted saying it would mean so much to her, especially since this is her first Christmas without her husband and we should comfort her. I refused and said that it's supposed to be a family celebration and my family will show up so there's enough amount of guests already, but he said she's the one who needs this family atmosphere the most. I snapped and firmly told him I will not agree to let him invite her to Christmas dinner with us and he needed to drop it. 
because it made me uncomfortable. He argued, then started sulking about it, saying that I was being cruel for no reason and that he wasn't asking for much, just an extra chair and plate for her. But I said it'll be awkward for me and my family, especially since we're not so close. Am I the jerk? Honestly, I'm so torn on this one. I totally understand not wanting to invite somebody you don't really know to your family Christmas celebration, but this person does desperately need it. I'd like to know what you guys think. Our next story is, am I the jerk for how I responded to my dad and stepmom trying to force us to watch their wedding video? I'm 14 year old female and my brother is a 10 year old male. Our dad's been with Carol for close to two years and they got married in early November. Carol hates us, especially me. She calls me a problem child and is always picking at me, being rude to me. She constantly compares us to her daughters constantly picks fights and tries to parent my brother and I. She yells and calls us names when we have to go over. If one of her daughters does something to us, like taking our stuff, she just brushes it off and laughs. And our dad just lets it happen. We have no choice but to see him four times a month because he and our mom's court agreement. But we hate it there and we hate Carol. So we didn't go to their wedding. Even though dad was super pissed and fought with us about it for two months after we told him we weren't going, so we skipped the wedding. Last Sunday, he picked us up like usual and drove us to his house. I noticed right away they were in a better mood than they've been lately. Carol was blabbing at us about their honeymoon in Florida. When we got to the house, dad announced they had something to show us and for us to go sit in the living room while he got it. Me and my brother went and sat down, but we both had a feeling. The girls were nowhere around, which was weird. Carol came to sit on the other couch, and she was just staring at us, looking like she had won something. And my dad comes in with a Blu-ray disc and puts it into the player and sits with Carol. And Carol says in this happy, witchy voice, This is since the two of you missed it. You can see what you missed. It started playing and we realized it was a video of their wedding day. A few seconds in, it was edited to a clip of them saying I do and kissing. My brother saw this and started to cry, and I just got so mad. We hate Carol, and that's why we didn't go in the first place. She wasn't going to force us to look at it now. So I grabbed my brother's hand and pulled him up off the couch and said we weren't going to watch this. Carol sneered and said we had no choice. I told her she would never be in charge of us, no matter how much she wished she was and told my dad we were leaving. I admit I shouted this part. She told me to stop being a little witch, and I shouted back that she's a big fat witch who should know better. Rude, I know. She shouted at my dad, are you just gonna let her talk to me like that? And dad just kind of laughed and said he wasn't dealing with this and went to his room and locked the door. I took my brother to get his stuff on, grabbed my bag, and left, with Carol screaming at me most of that time. I don't know most of what she was saying. It was too loud and screamy. I started walking with my brother down the side of the road and called mom and my cell to come get us. We walked about 10 minutes before she met us on the road. Dad's mad at me. Carol's pissed, but I don't care. Mom's upset only because she thinks I shouldn't have walked my brother along the road. If I'm the jerk, it's alright. Goes without saying they don't like her. It's really, really weird for her to be like, you have no choice. You have to watch this. I don't think OP could be the jerk. This next story is, am I the jerk for responding to my father's request for a relationship with a detailed PowerPoint on why he will never be forgiven? 
If I'm the jerk here, I'll own it. I'm not sorry, but like, it would be good to know because the rest of the family thinks this went too far. My 24-year-old female, mom died when I was 7 from leukemia. I have very few memories of her from before she was sick, and I didn't get to spend a lot of time with her in her last year. But she was an artist, and until she couldn't anymore, she would make me little collages when she was in the hospital, with drawings and photos and messages for me. My grandmother put them all in a book for me after she died. I wanted to be like my mom, and my counselor thought it would help, so I started a journal where I did kind of a similar thing, and I've done at least one page a week, all these years, ever since my mom died. More when I miss her or have something hard going on. So I have kind of a unique record of my mental state over the last 16 years. My father remarried when I was 9. My stepmother really leaned hard into the I'm your mom now and my father didn't stop her. It improved when they had my half brother because she basically forgot about me then. Unfortunately he got cancer when he was 3 and I pretty much ceased to exist for my father. He was either working or gone with my brother and I spent all my teen years mostly working at home alone or with my grandparents. The mantra was that my brother needed to be the focus because he might die, so I needed to not be selfish since I was healthy. I stopped trying to talk to him when I was 16 and it was a dark time. I moved out when I was 18 and cut them off completely. My grandparents let me know that my brother died a couple of years ago, but respected my desire to remain no contact with my father. He recently reached out to them because he wants to see me and talk. I went through my old journals and made him a powerpoint with images of the entries where I talked about being frustrated and feeling abandoned and unwanted, some with literal quotes of things my dad had said to me during arguments, even the really dark stuff from when I was seriously depressed. Then I ended it with a photo of one of my mom's collages where she had written, remember that your dad and I are always here for you, and I wrote, you failed, go away, underneath. I felt like him being able to see it from my literal perspective would communicate why I don't want him back better than I could. Evidently it worked, but a little too well because I've been bombarded by family telling me that it's understandable that I don't want to see him. But what I sent gutted him, and he's completely fallen apart after reading through it and that it was unnecessarily cruel. Maybe it was. I know my bar for that is kind of weird sometimes, so am I the jerk? I don't think what OP did was too far or made them the jerk, but from the sounds of it I'm willing to bet that this was finally what made what OP was going through click with that father. This next story is, am I the jerk for using stuff my in-laws send however I want? My wife and I have a 3 year old daughter and a 2 year old son, I'll call them D and Sam for brevity. My in-laws often send us stuff for the kids and it's usually addressed to Sam. I ignore this as the kids are so close in age, 11 months, and are at similar development. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mental stages. I never put much thought into why Sam's name is usually on the packages. Whenever they send a toy, it just goes in the playroom and the kids don't have individual toys, unless you count the stuffed animals they sleep with. My wife initially wanted to divide the toys into different chests for each kid. I said that didn't make sense, and it makes cleaning and organizing the room take longer. When I pick up the playroom, I organize the toys by type, and that makes them fit into less space and makes it impossible to forget what goes where, so things are easier to find. My wife admitted I was right, so that's how we've been doing things for a while. Today, my in-laws were visiting and saw Dee playing with a toy. My mother-in-law asked why Dee had Sam's toy. I said, we don't split the toys up like that. None of the toys are Sam's or Dee's. All the toys belong to Sam and Dee. My mother-in-law was upset because she picked that toy out specifically for Sam. I just sort of shrugged. It's a plastic frog. There's nothing special about it. Father-in-law asked if I did that with everything they sent. And I said most things, but the kids do have their special stuffed animals they sleep with. Both were upset and started arguing with my wife in their language way too fast for me to keep up with. But it basically amounted to me being an ungrateful and rude jerk. Then they left. My wife said going forward, we should keep toys bought for Sam separate because it upsets her parents that the toys are communal. I said I wasn't okay with that. If we do that, we'd have to buy more stuff for Dee and less for Sam for them to have an equal number of toys. That would make Sam think we like him less than Dee, and Dee thinks her grandparents like her less than Sam. I said if her parents aren't okay with that, they shouldn't send stuff. Now things are really tense, with her and her parents both mad at me. I'm questioning if I was being a stubborn jerk. I think the way they've been handling things here doesn't make them the jerk. If the kids were older and things were a little bit more personalized, maybe, but I think we can all kind of tell who the real jerks here are. Our next story is, am I the jerk for pushing my husband to insist we host Christmas again over his sister? My husband is one of three siblings and they usually rotate who hosts Christmas. It's usually the same people who go every year, give or take a few. It is my husband and I with our two kids, his sister and husband with their three kids, his younger brother and his daughter, his mom and dad, grandma, usually an aunt and uncle and maybe a cousin or two, not to mention his brother-in-law's parents and maybe a sibling come too. I really don't want to sound like I'm this type of person because I don't judge anybody on their house size or their wealth, 
But the issue is, is that his sister's house is so freaking tiny, it's uncomfortable for everyone there. It actually isn't even an individual house, but it's half of a duplex type. There will be about 20 people coming this year, and I just think it's ridiculous for her to insist on hosting. They also have a large Great Dane that is on top of everyone. Well, actually, everyone is on top of everyone. I kid you not, half the guests have to sit on the living room floor to eat. Usually, the older relatives sit at the four-person dining table, a few people sit on the couch, and the rest of us are standing or sitting on the floor with our plates of food. Oh, and the last big kicker is that there's only one bathroom that constantly smells like poop. My kids always complain about going to this aunt's house because of the reasons I listed. I'm siding with them and said I would talk to dad about us volunteering to host. We don't live in a mansion, but we can comfortably fit all the guests, and we have more than one bathroom. Husband doesn't want to because he says it'll hurt his sister's feelings, and she already knows how poor they are and this would be rubbing it in her face. I don't think that should be the case. I think she should want the family to be comfortable. I'm sure she must know we don't love sitting on the floor in that cramped house. I'm not sure if I sound like a spoiled jerk right now or if I'm right. I don't think OP needed to go as hard into it as they did, but I don't think they're the jerk for not wanting a situation where half the party has to sit on the floor in a cramped house. Try doing a co-host type situation at your place. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling my girlfriend selfish for not picking my kids up from school? I, male 36, have been with my girlfriend, female 32, for two years. I have two boys, male 13 and male 9, for my previous relationship. Their mom's not in the picture. I work full-time, and my girlfriend used to stay home and take care of everything else. I still help out here and there, yet she would complain about the kids causing constant messes, not receiving proper discipline, accidents like breaking a vase, and the list goes on. She complained that she's more of a parent than I am, which isn't true since I provide an income. Yet she decided that she wanted to go back to work and started looking. She found a potential job and her interview was yesterday. I called her to remind her to pick the kids up from school since she's responsible for it, but she said she was about to start her interview and told me to go get them. I was stunned. I told her I couldn't because I was at work. She then said I could take a break but I refused because this would affect my job. I asked if she would take 10 minutes to quickly go pick them up, but she refused. We ended up getting into an argument and me telling her that she should have figured something out beforehand. She blew up saying that I'm the parent and that she was tired of being at my beck and call all the time. The kids ended up being picked up by my friend 40 minutes later, which made them upset. At home, I got into a huge argument with my girlfriend calling her selfish for doing this to the kids and ditching them like that. She said that she had an important interview and that I, as the parent, could have figured something out instead of expecting her to drop what she was doing and pick the kids up. She called me a jerk, then went to stay with her mom. The only thing I'm getting caught up on is if she gave fair warning about the interview. If they had an expected routine where she was picking the kids up, that is a little rude to leave them in the dark like that. But ultimately, the girlfriend isn't responsible for the kids. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to give my father and his wife money that my father saved for me before he met her? My father married his wife when I was 12, four years after my mom died from cancer. My father's wife had a three-year-old daughter who, a year into their marriage, was diagnosed with a form of cancer that's tricky to treat. 
She underwent chemo and radiation, but the treatment didn't work. They were told about this alternative treatment that wasn't offered in any local hospital, and it would require staying someplace else for at least three months with her. The treatment itself was also expensive. My father was never wealthy, neither was his wife and her daughter's father and his family weren't in her life. There was only one thing that was easily sold and would make enough money to get started on the journey, and that was my mom's engagement ring. It was left to me in her will and was mine. Before my mom, it was her mother and grandmother's ring. My great-grandparents helped someone out, and it was a gift that was then passed down because of its value. It was extra sentimental because my grandma was in a nursing home with dementia at the time, and I had no other living maternal family left. My father decided that it could be sold to pay for the treatment. I said no, I begged him not to. He and his wife told me her daughter's life was more important and that it would be selfish to keep a ring and let her die. I told my father I would never forgive him if he sold the ring and that he was stealing from me because it was mine. He went ahead and sold it anyway and I stayed true to my word. I never forgave them. I moved out in March before turning 18 and cut them out of my life. I still hate the two of them and wanted nothing more to do with them again. My father tried to stay in my life but I told him I hoped he knew he lost his daughter, me, and that I wish it had been him to die instead of my mom. His wife's daughter's cancer has returned, and now they want money that my dad saved for me before he even married her. It's not a lot of money at all, but I guess they have lingering stuff from when she was sick before. I told him I wouldn't give him the money, and the fact that he would ask for it showed that he didn't give a crap about me. His wife told me that it's not about me, it's about saving her daughter's life and me being hung up on losing a ring that went on to save the life of a child. I told her that ring meant more to me than they did and that I would not give them any money, so they needed to leave me alone and figure out another plan. My father's parents got involved and I ended up deleting most of my social media and ignoring them. But then I saw my father's wife while I was grabbing groceries, and she told me I'm evil and sick and twisted, and that I should be ashamed of myself. I don't know if it's all just worn me down or what, but I feel like I need to ask. Am I the jerk? I kind of understand why the dad did what they did, but I especially understand why OP feels the way they do, and especially considering it's their money. I think they have every right to say no, wouldn't you guys agree? Our next story is... Am I the jerk for verifying anything important I ask my wife? My wife and I are on a budget. We both have decent jobs, but we also have a fair bit of debt. We want to be in a better financial position before we start a family. My wife has a horrible habit of not being entirely truthful about stuff. I'll ask her if she picked up groceries for supper or whether I should stop on the way home. And she'll say that she got them. Then when I get home, there are no groceries and she'll say that she meant to do it before I got home, but forgot. She just got a new phone on Black Friday last year. She's rough on her phones. So we went on Amazon and found a case she liked. We ordered it. I got the delivery notification while I was at work out of town. I asked her if she put the case on her new phone. She said yes. When I got home a couple of days later, I saw the Amazon box unopened, and her new phone had a crack on it already. She said that my call reminded her and that she was going to do it, but got busy. She does this constantly. I've asked her to please just be truthful. I had to go out again after I got home to get groceries. I don't really care about that, 
It's just a pain in the butt to have to leave the house to get them when I could have stopped at the store on the way home much easier. She complained about her new phone being broken and we paid the repair out of our budget. It may have gotten broken even with a case on it, but I feel that's unlikely. So now if I ask her a question about something important, I verify the answer. If we have to go somewhere on the weekend and we need a full tank of gas, I'll ask her if she filled it up or if we need to stop on our way out of town. If she said she filled it, I'll ask her for a picture of the fuel gauge. To my complete astonishment, she then texts me that she meant that she would do it before I get home. She says that I'm being petty and a jerk for not trusting her word. I don't think I can trust her about some stuff. I'm just sick of having to change plans because she chooses to lie. Whether it's laziness or forgetfulness, I think almost anybody would be really frustrated in that situation. Wouldn't this behavior drive you guys crazy? That said, our final story of the day is, Am I the jerk for telling my mother that she and her step-grandchildren are not part of my family and are not owed money? My mother had me with a sperm donor. He was someone she knew who was willing to let her have a child to raise herself. When I was 12, mom met her husband. Her husband had a 17-year-old daughter at the time. Her husband and his daughter were jerks. And mom threw me in at the deep end and she thought I would see this dude as my dad because I never had one before. Even at 12, I knew a guy who commented on how I didn't smile like a girl should and who commented on my weird interests for a girl was never going to be worthy of being called my parent, let alone my dad. His daughter taunted me for having no dad and for not being cute enough when my donor didn't fall in love with me and decide to be my dad. I asked her if she understood what a sperm donor was. She told me someone who makes freaks. When I was 16, her husband's daughter moved back in with her boyfriend and their kids. I was then forced to babysit after school and sometimes on the weekends because they either couldn't be bothered or nobody wanted to pay. I did the bare minimum of babysitting and I didn't grow attached to those children in the two-ish years I babysat them. I wanted nothing to do with babysitting them but figured I could at least game when home with them rather than being grounded. I moved out and cut my mom off because she chose a husband who was a jerk to me and kept me around him and his daughter who was also a jerk to me. I have nothing to do with any of them. A few months ago, my sperm donor died and I learned he left all of his assets to me. It was a lot of money and a house that I sold, which gave me a lot of money. My mom learned about this via mutual friends and she reached out and told me how much they've struggled financially since their house burned down two years ago. I had heard about that at the time and how her step grandkids are looking at a really bad Christmas and how great it would be if I, as their aunt, her daughter and part of the family bought gifts for the kids. I told her she and her step grandkids are not my family and were not owed any money from me, and that I would like it if she did not make me change another number. She called me on a business number I have. She asked me how I could be so cold and even if I resent her, how could I say that about this niece and nephew I spent every day with for two years and who looked up to when adored me? Am I the jerk? You could love and adore that niece and nephew and still not have any responsibility to give them money, bail them out, give them good Christmas gifts. As a whole, these people mistreated OP, used them as a glorified babysitter, and I think are only hitting them up because they want their money. So does that make OP the jerk for saying no and ignoring them? You be the judge. 
But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 